Welcome back. Let's get to it. This is going to be a little bit of a more somber start to this episode. Um, we don't really talk. We haven't gotten to talk much about music on this podcast yet, but we're going to do a little bit today as Vinny chucks his phone onto the table and that picks up the audio. That's <laughs> okay. CJ Balmasano. Uh, we're both here, and before we get this podcast officially rolling, we're going to give a little tribute to a guy who's a big part of our lives, believe it or not, that was DMX. So first, we have two beers here. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. DMX was a big part of me and CJ becoming friends. Rest in power. Yeah. Uh, me and Vin, uh, we met way back in... Um, Fourth grade? No, no, no. I came in seventh grade. Seventh? That's the thing is everybody, every, everybody does this. Andre does this. Ed does it. Two, two of our closest and best friends. Mm-hmm. They always think that I came sooner mm-hmm. because you and Andre have known each other since kindergarten. Yeah. Ed came in like sixth grade, and then I came in seventh grade. Oh, shit. Yeah, so we Damn. all think that. Um, a big thing, obviously, not just Marvel and Star Wars, the big thing about how me and Vinny became friends, um, but... But me and Vin, we love all kinds of certain music. We love, you know, we love some rock and roll, some hard rock, some mm-hmm. heavy metal, and some. And Vinny loves a lot of '80s and classic stuff, and so do I. Um, but believe it or not, there is one guy who we just, <laughs> we absolutely loved. Um, he had some good music, but we loved him because he just made us laugh. It was fucking excellent. And that was DMX. I everything, mean, everything about, everything about it. It was just so fun, you know. It was like. For for the three minutes or three and a half minutes each song was, we were just fucking animals. I just mean, turned into a bunch of animals. I mean, one of the funniest memories I have of uh, us growing up is we were in high school, and we had some kind of computer typing class, and mm-hmm. it's how we learned. At first, we thought it was stupid when we were kids, but it's how we ended up learning typing today. Yep. But the class itself was kind of a joke. We, I remember whoever our, te- I cannot remember our teacher's name, but we had a, a substitute. Mm-hmm. And if you're lucky enough in high school or college and, and you know, if you've got a sub who doesn't give a shred of a fuck and is just there to like do what they're supposed to do with the lesson that it's once the lesson's, chaos. and once the lesson's, done, exactly, it's chaos. Once the lesson's done, it's like they don't care. Chaos. They're not the real teachers. So they, so they know. 30 kids in a room. <laughs> Well, there wasn't 30 of us. It had to be at least like 15, maybe 20 of us, maybe. direction. Exactly. So (laughs) me and Vinny, like, I sat, we sat by one, I sat by one old friend of ours, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, still a friend of ours, our our buddy Brian, and then Vinny and our our mutual friend Andre sat next to each other. Vinny had this, uh, you had like a laptop next to you sometimes, right? Yeah. Okay. So this was the only computer in the room that had speakers. Yep. The other computers did not have speakers. Yep. And this was the perfect day. 
<laughs> our teacher was out, and Vinny just starts blasting Party Up by DMX. Yep, yep. <laughs> It was nuts. He's fucking dancing. He's he's saying all the lyrics like y'all go make me lose my mind. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> Every lyric. Every lyric. Some lyrics we can't repeat here. That's right. But but if you know the song, you know the song. Yep. Um but yeah, he just he would just make us laugh with the arr, 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 like the barks and shit. If that bitch <laughs> if those <laughs> if those peaked your your earbuds, we're sorry. Um but yeah, like no, he legit had some really good songs. I I mean X when X when we found out X gonna give it to you is gonna was like the theme song for Deadpool. We oh, lost our shit. That just made the movie ten times better. Even though we're a little older at that point, because that movie came out in like twenty sixteen, not that too yeah, not too long ago. It was nostalgic ago. for us. I know it was like oh shit, he's him Deadpool Colossus and yeah. Negasonic Teenage Warriors. For our friend group, it was like wow, Deadpool's one of us. Oh my god, it was amazing. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing, and. I remember actually the first time I discovered who DMX was. Remember that movie, Like Mike? Yeah. Um, yeah, so a little Bow Wow or Bow yep. Wow now. He uh, gets a pair of sneakers that. Off a, that, off, a tel- off a telephone pole line. Yeah, but they were in the, originally like the, the lady who was working at the orphanage he was living mm-hmm. in. It was just a bunch of stuff from old kids who just donated them. Like yep. th- they don't need anymore. And they were old Nikes. And they said MJ. She's like MJ. She's like he's like yeah. Who who were these? She's like she's like, I don't know. Uh, he's like he, he grew up to be a basketball player. Like who who was it? Oh, I don't know. The the tall bald one. Like very vague. There's a lot of tall yeah, bald yeah. basketball yeah, right. players. It's like MJ. Michael Jordan was it Michael Jordan? Like, Do your homework. So yeah, yeah, and then yeah. yeah, like the magic was that Michael Jordan's skill were in these sneakers and. Mm-hmm. It's cheesy, but it was good for the time. Great movie. And later on the scene, uh, I can't remember. Uh, Calvin's the kid's name in the movie. He goes to Tracy, mm-hmm. who they were out. Uh, he was in L.A. He had to get uh, allergy medicine. Mm-hmm. And he sneaks into his car. And they're dancing and blasting DMX party up. Mm, yeah, later, right. later do I know, however many years later, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is in uh, Like Mike. Y'all go, mate. Hey. I got... Oh wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how the fuck is that song? <laughs> how did that get in a kids movie? I'm so that pr- song is about robbing a bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about Rough Riders? Yeah, that's just stop, stop drop. A- yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that's the in you know motorcycle gang holding people. Shut up, down, open up shop. That's right. Oh, you know, Rough Rider Anthem goes. That's right. Oh man. But yeah, he was um, he was a big part of our childhood, uh, well, I don't know, childhood, but like our preteen into teenage years. Yeah. You know, we listened to him, we'd laugh, we just had so many fun memories, and his music was around, even though he wasn't the center of it. Yeah, he always like was around for really fun times for us growing up, and yeah. I feel like we couldn't not say anything. You know, the the passing of DMX happened shortly after we released the last week's episode so i yeah, feel like this yeah. week we should just pay a little tribute to him you sure. know what's your favorite dmx song oh it's hard that's a hard one probably party up party up that's a classic i probably party up just because i know all the lyrics to it i know all the lyrics to uh what these bitches want mm-hmm. and i also know all the, all the words to rough riders anthem and uh what's What's that one from Deadpool? What's the name of that song again? X gonna give it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm pretty sure the, that's the name of the song. I know song. the words to that one too, but I can do "Party Up" every time without fail. <laughs> "Party Up" is always my one of my favorites. Um, 
Where the Hood At's great. Oh, Where that's the- another great one. <laughs> Where the Hood At. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Where the Hood At. Oh, man. We're white. We can't say the rest of the lyrics. Nope. <laughs> not, not for a second. <laughs> Only in private. Oh, man. Yeah, it's... Um, but for me, I'd have to say like "Party Up," "Where the Hood At," or um, whatchamacallit. Uh, I just said it. Uh, X gonna give it to you. No. There is one video I was talking to you about, and you guys should look this up on YouTube. Like uh, DMX is at, I believe it's the '90s Woodstock. He. Oh yeah, it's an ocean. He, of it's people. an ocean of people, ocean. and he's like, "Oh." The guy's like, "Oh." Doctor like, Fauci would have a heart attack at this thing. <laughs> he would. But not back in 1990. No, 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 no. He was probably there. Yeah, Fauci was there. <laughs> Fauci was there. <laughs> it, all the shit. Fauci looks like he's a guy who could have a good time like, with, with, with no pandemic. Yeah, he's like, put three masks on. You know what? Fuck it. Ten masks. <laughs> Let's all do acid and put on ten masks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, they got a picture of Obama rolling a, rolling a J. Yeah, look, that's another thing. Like, Dude, I know he peeled it a whole skit. I know. I know it's slightly off topic, but like. He's like, this tray is a lot like. The United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people may... I know it's slightly off the rails, as it is already, like, less than 10 minutes in. But, you know, people shouldn't really be surprised with certain things yeah. from politics. Like, yeah, come on. Think about all the fucking drugs Nixon did, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, he was probably fucking doing just rails of coke off fucking whores. Yeah. You know, it was fucking <laughs> 1960. He was already lying to the government. Come on now. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? He was a fucking... I am not a crook. Back then, fucking the president of the United States was also a fucking celebrity. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, JFK was banging fucking Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. You know? Ronald Reagan was a fucking actor. Yeah, back you know to the, I mean? back to the future. Marty McFly tells Doc Brown, "Who's the well, who's the president of the United States yeah. future boy?" Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan, yeah. the actor. Yeah, I on. suppose Huey Lewis is the yeah. Secretary of State. Fucking Bill Clinton was getting blowjobs under the table from his secretary, like any CEO does. <laughs> We're getting off the rails. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway, uh, it's it's got to be the uh, the revival '90s Woodstock show, the Sea of People. DMX is out there, and he's just. He's singing, the crowd sings back, and then he just goes into Rough Riders' anthem, and the crowd just erupts, and he's barely singing, and he's just, the crowd is singing to him. It's it's one of those, like, you know, those Live Aid, Queen Live Aid moments. Yeah, it was, like, it's it was one definitely of those, one of those moments. It's a very few, like... I wouldn't be surprised if they made a movie about this, about DMX. I mean, I, I'd watch it. He's got the fucking life... He, he has the life he story was, for it. Do, like, a biopic a, on him. He was a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. I mean, they, and he they came hit. from the... He came from the... He, you know, truly came from the hood. Single mother. I'm sorry. That's right. I, I don't know if... I don't know if she had a... Uh, the mother had a drug addiction, but, you know, DMX obviously did. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. That's you how know, he died. He has... He has the unfortunate life for theater. They yeah. could totally make a movie about that, not just because DMX was a legend, just because the storyline would be fantastic. Yeah, I think so. You know, I, a come-from-nothing guy makes it all the way to the top, but yet he still struggles. It's kind of like like the Queen movie where, you know, it was more or less Freddie Mercury learning to be himself, yeah. learning to find himself. And, you know, again, man, like when you see people like that, guys of that caliber, just I don't care who you are and whatever level of entertainment you are. Um, you know, whether you are in wrestling or music or Hollywood or, or, or music, you know, if you're a Freddie Mercury or a DMX or a Michael Jackson or a Post Malone or uh, a Brian Johnson or a Mick Jagger, yeah, you know, or a Paul McCartney, you know, um, 
if you can get a crowd to react to you yeah. the way that these people did, like like in this video that I'm talking about mm-hmm. with DMX, you're legendary, man. You know who I would want? Like, if I could go back in time and be one person to experience one fucking crazy thing. Who was that? I would love to be David Lee Roth on a Saturday night in 1985. <laughs> oh, my God. Just to fucking, just it's, to see. I sent you a video a while back. It was, um... I'm like, you know, who still gets like so much ass at like 60 plus years old. And you're David like, who? And I see that video. Like, David, I'm like, I just watched the video where they were on, Van Halen was on, on Ellen back in like mid 2010. So that'd be like 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're playing Dance the Night Away. The middle of the song, Roth gets this uh, producer girl with the headset and the, and the, the clipboard. And she's like, no, no, no. It's like, oh, come on, baby. Let's go. Come on, come on. No, no, give yeah, her, give her yeah. a round of Like, get her to do it. And they dance. And like, she was probably a plant. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but afterward, he's, but he's like, but Roth is so smooth. He's like sixty fucking years old. He's yep. so smooth, and he's dipping her, he's spinning her around, yep. and he's just like, somebody give me your number after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the fucking man. So he is the fucking man. Anyway, uh, the DMX, rest in power. Rest in power, man. That's right. You were big. Um, you gave us a lot of happy memories. That's right. And we're always thankful for that. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to. Captain America Winter Soldier. Well, before we get to Captain America Winter Soldier, we have to get to we have to get to uh, some news that happened this week. Because there's always been that big question. Like I remember seeing this thing. It's like uh, if you could, if you could have superpowers, if you could be a Keyblade wielder. For those of you who are Kingdom Hearts fans, yeah. If you could like we whatever, and then the other thing is be a real life Jedi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe we can't wield the Force, but we can have a fucking lightsaber, potentially. That's totally fucking accurate. Because Disney, apparently, there was a media event that... I'm going to look this up on my phone right th- now. ...that they had. They teased a couple things. One, uh, of a walking animatronic group that will walk around the Disneyland Adventures Campus uh, uh, park, but also a real lightsaber, which... I'm looking at concept art here can be used for the lightsaber training in the new hotel they're making. So this article I have here from the Orange County Orange County Registers, uh, I think it's a local newspaper in Florida. Uh, Disney theme park boss Josh DeMauro offered a rare sneak peek of a pair of innovative blue sky technology that Walt Disney Imagineering is working on for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Avengers Campus, and Disney theme parks around the globe. The Disney Parks Experience and Productions Chairman showed a showed off a quote real excuse me Star Wars lightsaber and teased a Groot walking animatronic during a virtual press event to announce the June fourth opening date of the Avengers Campus at Disney California Adventure. The, quote, real Star Wars lightsaber and Groot walking audio animatronic made brief cameo appearances at the end of the 30-minute press event while DeMario uh, was discussing the innovative technology and engineering is working on for mm. Disney theme parks around the world. Uh, this is the quote from him. We have big plans for our future, and we're going to need next-level dreamers to make it happen, DeMario said during the press event. That's why we're bringing in together a highly talented multidisciplinary team that is tasked with exploring groundbreaking ideas that shape the future 
of the guest experience and help us stay relevant to deck for decades to come. The Star Wars lightsaber and Groot audio animatronic represent the creativity and innovation of both the Walt Disney World Engineering Research and Development uh, Development Team, according to Disney officials. Both projects remain in early concept exploration uh, exploration phase and are not yet ready for the Disney theme parks. Disney officials said. Quote, you never know what we're going to come up with next, Mario said during the press event. The uh, distinctive sound of the lightsaber powering up was following up by a white blade that seemingly emerged from the hilt in Mario's hand. Was it CGI trickery? Question mark. Quote, it's real, Mario said with a smile. The prototype lightsaber has potential to become a prop in a Star Wars show at a Disney theme park. A lightsaber skill training experience will afford to at the Disney uh, War... Uh, sorry. The, the new Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel under the construction at Walt Disney World. So, um, it says, a 10-second video with no introduction immediately followed with a three-foot-tall Groot audio animatronic freely walking across the floor of a street of Imagineering Lab. The animatronic figure of the existential tree-like creature from the Guardians of the Galaxy films appeared to be halfway between his baby Groot size and his taller tree height call him Tween Groot. So this is the Groot that we see in Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could the real Star Wars lightsaber and Tween Groot audio animatronic be coming to soon Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland and the upcoming Avengers Campus, Disney World, California? Imagineering has tested out the future tech in Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure. So that's pretty much the article. And I got to say, if there's anybody who can make a real fucking lightsaber... It's it's the uh, the engineers over at Disney. Yeah, I was saying to you this off mic before we started that they have made some amazing, innovative technology over the years that a lot of people haven't been able to come up with. You mm-hmm. know, some really really cool shit. Like, because I have Disney, we both have Disney Plus. Yep. I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, like the behind the scenes stuff of how Disney made a lot of their stuff in the parks. Oh no, I never watched that. A lot of them, it's really really good. There's like a whole documentary series. Mm. Um, I would recommend watching. I mean, I would recommend watching all of them, but mostly the stuff of when they really start to get innovative with their with their technology. Cool. Like you know how they made the the Avatar animatronics. Yeah, I'm sure that was awesome. Those are that's that's incredible. Like I'm not the biggest fan of Avatar, uh, admittedly. Yeah. I personally, I think the movie is overrated. I don't yeah. think it's. I I think it's just okay. <clears throat> Rob Latirio, who is someone who I would not expect to go to Disney, mm-hmm. went to Disney with. Uh, I I guess. Yeah, he went with uh, he went with with his ex girlfriend a while ago. This okay. was like years ago. Okay. But when they went to go see the Avatar Land or whatever, and uh, Pandora, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he was someone who I would not expect to like enjoy theme parks and shit. Mm-hmm. And he he to this day is like in shock of like how be- he's like he's like it was beautiful. He's like I thought I was actually on a different fucking planet. Yeah, so Ashley and I, my girlfriend, we went there uh back in 2019. And um, I was blown away by how amazing the Pandora section of the Animal Kingdom Park is. You know, you know they have that like that that floating rock thing. They really make it look like it's really floating in the air. Really? Yeah. There's wow. there how they do it because I can't really explain the structure how it is right now. It waste it would waste too much time. But if you look on that documentary, like any of you at Disney Plus, like you know mm-hmm. look on that documentary and find how they did all that Avatar stuff. Mm-hmm. It's 
it's unbelievable. It's amazing. And what really impressed me again are the Avatar animatronics and how freely they move and it's it's like, you know, like like things are coming to life. You know, it's so I'm not surprised that if Disney's able to develop some sort of quote unquote real lightsaber, I mean, that is fucking groundbreaking for them. You know, and we could relatively see it within the next before this year's over or potentially next year, you know? Yeah. Um, and then they have this, you know, walking animatronic group, which is not as I wouldn't say not as impressive because it is impressive. But there was also and I don't know if you ever saw these videos, but there was like they were working on a Spider Man animatronic for the Disneyland Park where Spider-Man would freely swing around the park. Like, certain points throughout the day, like it's through memory, it would do flips and tricks. That's fucking crazy. Like, there's footage out there of, like, the animatronic itself doing these things. Wow. I don't know if it... Because there's one where it's, like, the Spider-Man doing the trick and everything. It could just be a concept video, but then they have one with the animatronic. Like, just the animatronic. There's, like, no, there's no Spider-Man suit or anything. Doing the flips and the timing, I'm like that's fucking amazing. That's like, fucking crazy. I know, you know, to see like you know Groot walking around in in Disneyland, that I am Groot, and yeah. fucking Spider Man flying around and swinging on webs, like it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's I, it's if, if that became a real thing, I would totally go. Yeah, like you know, sign me up to go to to California and go to do that shit. Oh, yeah. that's only in California. It's in California. I, I don't know what the. Weird I'm, su- I'm surprised. Not how is everything not in Florida? They took up 33 percent of the that's, state. That's what I don't get. Is I think it's some kind of contractual thing. Yeah. Because Universal still has Disney stuff. I mean, uh, yeah. Marvel stuff there. You know, it has to be. I remember reading about it a while ago. You know, because you know, because you obviously you have Universal in California too. Um, it's, I think it's some kind of clause in the contract or whatever, where, you know, bullshit. because it's, I, I believe it's with certain characters. Mm-hmm. It's certain Star characters. Wars, all the Star Wars shits in Florida, right? Well, I mean, yeah, the star it's, it's in Florida, but it's also in, uh, California as well. Oh, uh, I've only been to Disney world once. I mean, I've only been, I've been to Disney world quite a few times, but, mm-hmm. uh, but the star, but I would go personally. I would when go I to, went, uh, it was like Florida. the first stage of the Star Wars portion. So like they yeah. had Mos Eisley up. When did you go? It, uh, 2014. 2014. Okay, so hang on. So they had just purchased Star Wars at that point. Yeah. Not too long after that. And they slapped. Yeah. They slapped. You know, not not that they slapped it up because it was still really cool and it, everything looks amazing, but they uh, you know it was Mos Eisley. Okay, yeah, they have some stuff. They they vote. I mean, they always. Wait, is it Mos Eisley or is it the fucking know. new planet? Oh, the planet that they're doing for the park? No, no, no. Um, what was the planet that Ray was on? That's Jakku that Ray okay, was on. Yes, but so they the, didn't do Mos Eisley. They but, they did Jakku. But the the thing for the park, what they're doing is, I think the planet's called Batu. I think. Oh. I'm not sure. I because when when I went there last a uh, couple years ago, uh, Galaxy's Edge was opening later in 2019. Mm. So when I went, the park entrance to there was closed, but I could still see a few things popping up here and there from the building, like some some arches I could see. 
Um, you know, cause, and that's like mainly one of the only reasons why I want to go back mm-hmm. is to see all that Star Wars stuff. Yeah. You know, and then the... That'd be the only reason I would want to go back to I mean, really Star Wars. And the... the uh, I stayed the at the fucking Grand Floridian when I went. And, and what? Everything. Yeah. Dude, that fucking hotel is expensive. Yeah, well, um, my ex-girlfriend at the time, she was like part of the uh, program to like the Disney timeshares. Oh, the timeshare thing. Okay. Yeah, so they, they booked the Grand Floridian like right away. It was just you guys? It was me, her, her mom, her dad, and her stepbrother. I think that was it. But, yo, her, um, her, like, first cousin is, like, one of the, like, main, uh, one of the main news anchors in Florida for, like, Eyewitness News in Florida. Really? Yeah, and I, I spent, like, the whole day with him. I can't even remember what his name is. Oh, that's pretty cool, though. Let me let me look him up real fast. But yeah, dude. But yeah, we Grand. we stayed at the Grand Floridian and stuff. That is and a fucking expensive it, listen, it hotel. Listen, it was gorgeous. The food, you know, every, all the service was fantastic. Every, but like, I, it, being there was like a job. Oh, yeah. Because like, they were Disney fanatics. Th- that's the thing. I with, had to be up at 6 a.m. every day. That's the thing with the trips. To fucking do everything. That's the thing. It's like Dude, it's I just not want to fucking sleep. It's not a relaxing. <laughs> it is not like, a relaxing vacation. Like I didn't want to spend all this money. Like I just spent all this money and I have to fucking like. <gasps> I know. Fucking like come alive. Listen, you know, like it's exhausting just getting there. I know. That's the thing, and especially the way now things are with COVID. Like yes. you have to get up because if you if you don't get there before they reach capacity, you might. And if you made a reservation for that day, you're not gonna make it. But I understand because. When I I had planned that trip almost entirely by myself when me and my girlfriend went, and it was a nightmare some days just getting up. <laughs> What's fucking crazy is that we um quick story, the first like the first day before like our flight was at like eight a.m. I think, mm-hmm. so the I don't know what the rules are with the airport now, but back then two years ago. You had to get up at least two hours. You had to get there at least two hours before your flight got, uh, your before your flight fucking uh, was ready to go, because it takes you a long time to get through TSA. I got I had scheduled an Uber at like five thirty in the morning, so me and my girlfriend had to go get up at five, get ready, be ready for the guy. He was re- promptly. He was on time at five thirty. Got us to the airport. We went through security and we had wow. to wait a little while, but then. We were then, but then we were up all day, and then we met up with Ed and Joe and Joe, former Ed, a mutual best friend of ours, and Joe, our, our first guest on this podcast in the first episode. Um, we hung out with them. We got food, but we were also waiting for to go to the park because it was raining. We were out all day. We also actually, and I also needed to go to fucking Walmart <laughs> and get fucking stuff for the week. You know, yeah, some course, food, some food it, yeah. here and there. You for, need to get the essentials. Yeah, and. <laughs> And then the following day, we had to get up even. We had to get up early again because we had a fucking breakfast reservation at Be Our oh, Guest. And I will tell you one thing: don't ever fucking go to that place for breakfast. It's a ripoff. Really? It was like thirty dollars per person for a meal. I'm like, are you how fuck- much? Thirty. Oh my god! And all I had was fucking, you know. Eggs, bacon, and sausage, and you know they give us a nice pastry platter. And I don't know, remember what my girlfriend had, but like, but I'm like, listen, this is good food, but it's not sixty dollars good. Yeah, you know. And then it was just fucking. So I get it. It can be very tiring to go on a Disney World trip. You know, if you got a plan, did you at least have time to relax some days? Uh, some yeah, like you know here and there. Okay. You know, like lunch. Like that. <laughs> 
No, because like you need like a whole rest day for that kind of shit. Yeah, it's 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 fucking it's tiring. It's you're spending like what eight hours in one park in a day. It's yeah. fucking tiring. Yeah, it is fucking up. tiring. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking for no. It's okay. I'm, I'm looking for this news anchor. I mean, if you can't find them, it's no big. It's no big deal. I'm trying. I know, but overall, this is pretty fucking crazy that Disney is doing this. You know? Yeah, it is fucking cool that they're making like a lightsaber that people can wield. Now you can get a, you can make your own lightsaber at Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, but this one is gonna be like it's basically you're gonna be like playing a video game with it, and that's fucking cool. Yeah. Now, do you think they would actually sell this? No, I don't think so either. No, this is gonna be. They can't sell something because then no one's gonna come to the parks to fucking. You, you know, yeah, that's gonna be the the draw and the mystique of it. Like, if you want it, yeah, like come, come here, to come, get to the, it. come to the park. Yeah, the I, the one way I see this being able to for them to sell it is if it's a ridiculous amount of money that only really really rich people come to Disney World can get. That's the only way. Other yeah. than, other than that, I don't see it happening because it already costs like two hundred bucks to make your own lightsaber. How much? Two hundred. Two hundred dollars to make your own fucking what the. I know it's crazy, dude. If I spent two hundred dollars on a lightsaber, I wouldn't want to fucking hit anything with it. That's I know like the whole point of having a lightsaber. I know, and then because you see how much some of these other lightsabers go to Walmart, cost. Go to fucking any toy store there like is, GameStop, and just fucking buy the lightsaber that's there for twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Buy like five of them. Spend a hundred bucks on those fuckers. And you then you what? can whack the shit you out of you and your buddies. Beat the shit out of your friends. <laughs> and fucking do it. Jimmy owes you twenty bucks. Beat it out of them. I beat him up with fucking Qui Gon's lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, this is pretty fucking cool, though. I have to admit, this is a pretty. It's a huge step, mm-hmm. and it's a big step for people who may be like on the fence about Disney in general, but who are big Marvel and Star Wars fans. Like, because even you, like yourself, you said, fuck, I, you would go just for that. That would be just for me. I mean, that's me, too. I would go just purely for that. Yeah. Plus, drinking at Epcot's fun, too, but it's fucking expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it is I did. I went around. I, I, I've been to Epcot when I went, and it was it was amazing. That was one of my favorite parts of the trip being in Epcot. Mine, too. Mine, too. Like, Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Anyway, so what else we have on the docket here is we have the latest Falcon and Winter Soldier episode. Yes, the best one yet. Oh, fuck. Yeah. John, I mean, it was very interesting that they had the title of this episode called The World is Watching. And I'm yep. like, oh, something's got to be big. It's got to be something huge. Which, by the way, for however many of you guys have been listening to this podcast for the past few weeks, um, and you've come in not expecting me and Vinny to do spoilers. Well, spoiler, we've been... You fucked up. You you done fucked up. Congratulations. You played yourself. You played yourself. Anyway, so yeah, uh, I knew there's going to be a big, big title. So how this starts off is... How did this start off? We see Bucky in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And I was pronouncing that uh, that girl's name wrong. Her name is Ayo. Not Ayo. Oh. Yeah, because that, that's what Bucky said. Like, Ayo, come yeah, on, stop yeah. in the fight later on the episode. Yeah, wasn't so, that a cool scene? Oh, it was so much fun. That was such an awesome scene. But Sebastian Stan, like, did not have to go as hard as he did with that opening scene in Wakanda. Oh, where yeah. she is giving the, the Winter Soldier codes, and he's trying, he's fighting, and he's got tears in his eyes. Yep, yep. And when she just goes... Finally breaks down, you know. You're free. And he's just smiling with tears of joy. It's like, yo, 
Sebastian Stan is a fucking amazing actor. Yep, he is. He no, like for real, he really is. I that's why I want him to be Luke Skywalker, dude. I think he do an amazing job. Yeah, he should for sure be Luke Skywalker, man. Like, why is he not already? Well, they're probably just planning on it. Garbage. <laughs> listen, give it to me ma- now. Make listen, man. We can't. We can't be all like. Fuck the, these motherfuckers. It, they we, hold the keys to my happiness. Don't say fuck these motherfuckers because two of those motherfuckers are John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Yeah, well, I'm greedy. Feed me more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Listen. You got to be patient and let this shit. Listen. I'm a wrestling fan, and I've been waiting for WWE to get fucking better with their main roster product for years. Yeah, I'm a very patient person, so <laughs> I can I can hold out on whether or not Sebastian Stan's going to be Luke Skywalker. I'll be oh, fine. I know. I just want to see the return of Luke. I think he'll be Luke, but anyway. So we see that he has the flashback, and then he's talking to to Io and saying, you know, I'm very thankful for what for what you and Shuri have done for me. And mm-hmm. she's like, how can you? Pretty much saying, how can you? Be with this man, meaning Zemo. He killed my king. Yep. He is an enemy of my country, and you are betraying uh, betraying us. And in Wakandan, I believe that's Wakandan. He says he is a means to an end, or is he? Yep. He's a, he's an end to a mean, whatever it was. And she says eight hours, White Wolf, and then we come for him. We later see uh, uh, Bucky going into the apartment, telling Zemo and Sam that. The Wakandans are here, and they're going after. They're coming after Zemo. Yep. And and did they show up? Did they? Whew. But, but we had a few things that happened before that when the episode progressed. Okay. So they the woman who they were trying to find the woman who passed away in the last episode was Danya Madoni, I believe her name was. If I said that correctly, and we were right in the sense that she is a mother figure to Carly Morgenthau because Carly referred to her as Mama Danya. So she was having a funeral service. Sam, Bucky, and Zemo were looking for Carly because they knew they would be able to find her there. Sam believes that Carly can be talked down to. She can be brought down back to Earth because he does think what she's fighting for, her her how she views it, she, he thinks that she is right, but she is not going about it the right way, and that's what he wants to try and help and do. So we see that Zemo... Uh, oh, but, but it was really funny because because I'm Portuguese. Sam goes, it's like, look, when I was a kid, my titi passed away, and Bucky's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. your titi. It's like, <laughs> yeah, my titi, like my aunt. Okay, so at a funeral service, you know, maybe like that's what they're doing. They had a whole week to do it, and like, but I love what what how Zima said it because like your titi Sam <laughs> <laughs> would be very proud, and he shows Turkish delight, oh, irresistible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're thinking like, I, I didn't like that fucking part. What with a kid? Yeah, I just made me hate Zemo more, you know. Why? What? What made just you hate Ken Ivor? You know, fucking taking advantage of the kids. I mean, he was doing what they needed to do. He it's was Trump. the he was the only one that was able to reach to anybody about the information about the funeral. This is true. So, but one thing that was very suspicious. I don't know if this will play into another episode, but when he went to that little girl and says, "Do you see those men over there?" They're bad people. Very yep. dangerous. Don't tell. Don't tell them anything. I thought Zemo was going to betray them yeah, when they got back up. to the apartment. But yeah. he did say when the funeral was. He, yeah. well, well, actually, he said that the funeral was this, but he was also holding information hostage for them. Yeah, he didn't lie. Which is why we had to call Sharon Carter, and we had to get her back on the thing. Fucking. So, she was because Walker and Hoskins ends up finding them. 
And they're just like, all right, enough of this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, we're taking him back to prison. We're doing, you know, he's an international criminal. It's like, you helped him break out. And Bucky's like, technically, he did that on his own. Which, Bucky's not wrong. Zemo did do that on his own, technically. Um, we go in, and uh, the little girl shows Zemo, Hoskins, Walker, Bucky. And I said Zemo, I think. And Sam. And I think I said Sam. I'm fucking up. Um, they show her where Carly is. Sam goes in and he goes in alone because Sam was saying like, we can't just go in all at once because then, because we, first of all, there could be important part. There could be a lot of casualties and it's like, and this is what I've done. I talked to soldiers with trauma in the past. It made the most sense. It made the most sense for have Sam go in, talk her down and try to get Carly to reason with him. Yep. So he goes in and says, uh, all right, Carly's in there. Walks in. Walker is arresting Zemo. Which we get. He's an international criminal. And even he's like, oh, aggressive. But they get it. You know? Yeah, even yeah. even Zemo's like, yeah, yeah, I know. I deserve this. I get it. So we go in and there's a funeral service. Carly is giving the eulogy and is fu- talking to everybody for her cause. Previous to that, we saw her and Flashmasher, F- Flag Smasher, Flag Smasher, uh, I think his name was Nico. Uh, he was talking. They, they had the super soldier serum. The remaining ones hidden by a gravestone by his great grandfather's gravestone, yeah, yeah, yeah. who fought in World War Two yep. with the the Howling Commandos. This is also yeah, also very important. And he said that he was a big Captain America fan growing up as a kid, and it made me wonder, like, oh, okay, that's that's very interesting. So. He's like, he was saying, you know, they're saying along the lines of like heroes today, you know, it's not just good and evil. It's not black and white. There's a lot of gray area. Heroes today, you know, don't get the luxury of heroes back then. Yep. So they take the super soldier serum and then they go to the funeral. Kind of, kind of jumping around here a little bit. After the funeral service, during the funeral service, Carly sees Sam. Sam waits till it's over to come downstairs to talk to Carly. Mm -hmm. So pretty much he was saying that. You, you know, I know a guy who knows a lot about the super soldier serum and says that you are a supremacist yeah. and is trying to make it. Yeah, you know, you're tricking her to say the things she doesn't want to say. Earlier on in the episode, we saw that Zemo says that super soldiers are not natural and that they corrupt people. Yeah, he believes that, like they're all bad. Yeah, but Bucky says that's not true. Well, that's not true, Zemo. What about Steve? He's like, touche. But has there ever been another Steve Rogers? Nope. And there has not. Now, you shared something on Facebook. and get a little tiny bit off topic. But you shared something on Facebook the other day where you showed... Uh, explain it. It was the scene before Steve Rogers got his serum. Yes. So it was uh, It was the scene where Steve Rogers is still like a skinny a skinny kid, you know, sitting in the bunk talking to the... Um, what's the name of the... Do you remember the name of that German scientist? I will look him up real quickly. Just keep going. Well, he's sitting there with with the uh, German scientist and, you know, they're like hours. No, I'm sorry. It's the night before he takes the serum at the at the military base. Mm -hmm. And he's like, listen, he's like, the most important thing after you take the serum is that you remain a good man. You know, it's the reason why I picked you. And he he must have known that the serum accelerates, uh, accelerates who you are as a person. He even says it to Steve Rogers there. He goes, he's like, listen. A good person becomes a great person. A bad person becomes a, like a, like a villain. You know what I mean. So that's why he he tell he tells Steve like I picked you because you're a good man. Don't let me down. You know what I mean. 
Yeah, that's who he was. I'm still trying to find the. Uh, so this this meme that CJ is, is talking about that I posted on Facebook, <laughs> it's uh, it's that opening scene where the German scientist is sitting down with Steve at the. So box. it was Doctor Erkstein. Erkstein. Yeah. Okay. He's a scientist who created the super soldier serum. Dr. Erkstein. Well, okay, so it has that scene with, with him and Steve, and then the bottom two pictures are a picture of Steve Rogers, good man, and then a picture of... Uh, John Walker. John Walker, and it says, perfect soldier. Mm-hmm. Not a, not necessarily a good man. And that, if you saw this last episode... You will that, see why. That is very clear. That's another thing, is that Tommy Lee Jones' character wanted the kind of the soldier who's being a bit of a dickhead. Yeah. And he was, and like, trying to flirt with Peggy. Yeah, we would have just had another fucking... He wanted that... that Because we're seeing that now. Like, Dr. Erkstein was... He's like, if you give it to, like, one of these meatheads, it's not going to be good. You need it to be someone with, like, him. He's humble. He comes... He's not going to take advantage of it. He's going to be grateful for it. Yeah. And that's something that John Walker is, is that he is somebody who has, obviously, he's very naturally gifted. He's basically a fucking frat boy, a military frat boy. Yeah, that's pretty much what he is. You know? You know? And we have seen that he thinks that the whole Captain America thing is coming easy to him. We talked about it a little bit last week when Fred was on the podcast. Because yeah, because he throws the fucking shield confidently. And that's prob- that's the whole fucking ego right there. He thinks he's Cap because of the way he throws the shield, dude. Exactly. So, as we see, going back to Sam and Carly, they're talking to each other. It really seems like Sam's going to get through to Carly. Or at the very least, yeah, like she's, or, he's getting through, or he's getting through to her to the point where she's like, maybe she's a little more open to listening to him. Yeah, there was hope there. Walker being the hothead he is, barges in. Just Carly Morgenthau under arrest. Like, is this really like, no, Carly, no, that's what. And then they're chasing after Carly. Yeah. The point where, you know, Bucky comes in, Hoskin comes in, then they're chasing after, like, uh, Walker is chasing after mm-hmm. Carly. Mm-hmm. You know, Bucky's chasing after Carly. Uh, she has a super soldier serum, and then she finds Zemo. Zemo, like, shoots her, but she had a lot of, she had something to protect her in there. Yeah. She had, like, some kind of bandaging or whatever already. Something. Something in there. And then the super soldier serum's there. Zemo destroys all the serum. Yep. But one, but one fucking got away. Mm-hmm. Walker comes in there. Before he Zemo wants to kill Carly or whatever, he comes in there and he finds the last serum behind a couple like tanks or something. Yeah, like, nobody sees him picking up, pick it up. And he puts it in his pocket. Yep. We cut back to the apartment. And we see Sam on a computer. And he's uh Zemo's got like, you know, like a rag on his head. Yep. Got pretty fucked up from the shield hit. Mm-hmm. He goes, were you ever offered it? He goes, what? The serum? No. Would you ever take it? No. No hesitation. I like that there. He say like, he's like, Sam, whatever you saw on Carly before, she's gone. Oh, They're Silver soldiers are supremacists. And he's bringing with the same thing. He's like, yeah. we can't live in a world without them. He's like, not all answers need to come with blood, Zemo. Yeah. And if you're really believing what you say, what about Bucky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because remember... Bucky is a super soldier. He, yeah, he is. And he's the one who fucking freed Zemo, and Zemo fucking thinks they should all die. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Because for as much as we're liking Zemo and his character development here, he still is a he's bad guy. He's still a fucking villain. You still have to remember, Zemo is still a, a bad it's guy. It's the same way everybody got... The, got uh, it's the same way Marvel got everybody to like Jake Gyllenhaal in, uh, in Far From Home. Exactly. 
You have to remember. He's still a fucking he, asshole. Mysterio is still a bad guy. Still a douche. Even though you're, they're playing these movies to the to to the narrative mostly that this is a new story and this yeah. is a new character. They probably picked Jake Gyllenhaal for that role because Disney fucking knows that everybody loves Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal played an amazing Mysterio. Yes, he did. One of my favorite villains in the entire MCU. Yep. So. We see that Bucky comes back in, and he says that Walker's going, is that Walker's crazy? And he's like, Bucky's like, uh, Sam's like, how do you know? He's like, because I'm crazy, and I know crazy. They come back in. Walker and Hoskins are like, all right, you're going to turn him over to us. Then in come the Dora Milaje. Yep. Io and her two. And, and they just two. fuck them all up. They just he fuck is, everybody. He is just like, he's like, the Dora Milaje doesn't have uh, jurisdiction here. Uh, Walker goes. And says, what was that? I think someone knocked on the door. Really? It sounded like it. No. I don't know. If they did, they'd knock on it again. All right. Cut, cut it back. And yeah, they, they'd also hit the button on the ding ding. There'd be the, oh. the little bell on my door. All right. Um, do, you yeah. wanna, do you want to just keep going or do you want to? I'll, I'll cut all this out. Don't okay. worry. Anyway, so John Walker goes, the door Milaje doesn't have a jurisdiction here. And Io goes, the door Milaje has jurisdiction wherever the Dora Milaje goes. Yeah. He's like, listen, I think we got off the wrong foot. Touches her shoulder, boom, gets a spear out, and just starts fucking fight. Hoskins and Walker are fighting the Dora Milaje, and then Bucky and Sam are just standing there, and Sam's just like, should we do something about it? (laughs) And like, uh, Bucky's like, nice job, John, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bucky, come on. And then they, he tries to talk to Io, and Io starts fighting Bucky. And during all this chaos, Zemo just sneaks out into the bathroom, yeah. and as Sam says, pulls an old chapo. Yep, <laughs> goes down yep. the drain. But the crazy thing that happened in this whole fight is that Io was able to shut down Bucky's vibranium arm. Yes, and the look on his face is like, "What the fuck?" And she's just like, "That's for Danya, James." Fucking yeah. Real quickly, do you think there's more of a more of a more of a, of a relationship between Bucky and Io than than leads that that may meet the eye? Well, the, I would imagine Bucky doesn't have many friends. The I, man is over a hundred years old. Yeah, number one, most of his friends are dead. His own his last real friend is dead, mm-hmm. presumably. His only true friend left was Falcon, and now. Uh, you know, Io, right? Io. Io. Uh, she is probably one of his next closest friends because, you know, she helped him overcome the whole mind control thing out in the fucking, out in the safari, dude. I'm thinking that, but I'm also thinking there could be a little bit more. You think they like each other? Uh, there could be some kind of chemistry there between the two because it's the way Bucky's looking at her. Think so? Um, it, I think it's possible. I think it's possible if it hasn't been explored in the past. That it could be brought up to in the maybe, future. Maybe uh, Bucky gets Io and um, and and Falcon gets uh, what's that lady? Sharon. Name? Yeah, I don't know about that because there's still some weird stuff going on with Sharon. Sharon seemed a little more, a little more trustworthy this episode. Yeah, but maybe Sharon's like, "Wow, you got me back into the United States." Uh, maybe, but Should I st- I still time. think she's working for the power broker. Because yeah. there was that whole thing, too, when Sam approached her and said, Zemo's holding us with hostage. She's like, look, uh, and I can't remember the other doctor's she name. She also knows, like, all the power broker's next moves, so. 
yeah, she's got to be working for him. Yeah. That's what I think. And um, I'm thinking that's going to happen. Uh, excuse me. So she's watching Walker um, while they're trying to figure this whole thing out, how to mm-hmm. find Zemo and Carly and all that. So, you know, Hoskins goes over to, to Walker and he's like, you all right, man? And he's like, they weren't even super soldiers. And he's really bummed out about that. Uh, one interesting fact, I saw my sister over the weekend and she was telling me this. She watched the show too. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Sharon doesn't have an iPhone. And I'm like, so what does that mean? She's like, oh yeah, you know, okay, so you know what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about this. She's like, Apple has a thing that they, with any kind of hero slash villains in any kind of movies, whether it be superheroes or whatever, they don't want their brand represented with villains. She said, Carly has an iPhone. So that leads to believe that Carly could be turned. Sharon doesn't have an iPhone. Fuck. So I'm like, I had zero clue about this. I had no idea. Dude, they're using the fucking logos. Well, it's not just the logos. You Dude, can see that's it. some Illuminati fucking but you Marvel could, but you, Disney nonsense, not, bro. Not even, but it's, it's not a e- cult. But it's, it's not all even. A cult. But it's not even the logos. It's you could just see, like when Sam was texting with Carly, you saw the blue messages and everything. Dude, I I wasn't paying attention to that to be honest. I'm not. Fucking, I didn't. I didn't either. I'm not paying attention. I'm to not the paying. I'm not. On the I'm not either. But like, but I didn't know that thing until my sister told me the other day, no, which is pretty crazy. Fucking, there's probably 15 nerds in their mom's basement. Like, oh my god, there's no iPhones in the whole episode. Buy <laughs> more hot pockets. <laughs> what, hun? Hot pockets. <laughs> um, bathroom. What, hun? Bathroom. Bathroom. <laughs> Ooh, that's a big boy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fucking South Park. Fuck, um, yeah. So that's an interesting thing, and that only that only brings more of my suspicion for Sharon that she's working for the power broker. Yeah. Um. So the other thing is that Carly threatens Sarah. Sam, yeah, but I feel Sam's like that sister. wasn't genuine. That was just to get the tension going. It was. I think Carly meant what she said when she's like, I wasn't going to hurt your sister. Yeah. I just needed to get your attention and yeah. you know you were serious. And I do believe her. I believe that, you know, she even said, she's like, what do you want with me? It's like, because I need you to know, because Sam needs to know how serious I am about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get through that and then... Walker's going into the Flag Smasher air, uh, hideout or whatever, and the Falcon goes over there. Carly is racing over there. Bucky's racing over there. And then Lamar gets captured, you know? But there was, oh, wait, but there was a pivotal scene before that where John and Lamar are somewhere. They're in some kind of mall, and they're by a standing table, and, and some uh, citizen goes up to John, like, uh, John Walker, could you... Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, she, and he signs the thing. He's like, oh, thanks, have a good day. And pretty much saying... And I oh, just yeah, he asked Lamar, up. he's like, would you take the serum if you could? He's like, hells yeah, I would. Yeah. He's like, you know, he's like, there's nobody who makes more heat of the battle of the moment decisions better than you did. So at that point, John had taken, or at least he was contemplating, should I do it? And as we see further than the episode yeah he fucking took it yeah because and, but he, see and now remember how we had this whole we just had this whole conversation about how it makes you the perfect form of like who you truly are so it made him a perfect soldier yeah now now he's just a fucking killing machine he probably. does you know he sees red which you know 
you know, Sam sees it. He's like, what the hell did you do? He's like, they got Lamar. So they go, they fight the Flag Smashers. You know, Lamar's there. He gets out of the, you know, out of the zip ties. And they're fighting. And then Carly comes in out of nowhere, drop kicks Lamar. And his fucking head hits that pole. Breaks, presumably breaks his neck. Concussion, yeah. blood blood in the rain. And he's fucking dead. Yeah. Everybody stops doing what they're doing. And John rushes over to Lamar. He's like, Lamar, Lamar, come on, wake up. And he checks his pulse. Nothing. Yeah, he's gone. They get out of there. And... John is like sprinting after Carly. Yep. Jumps out a window and lands on the truck. But then he sees that guy who was holding uh, Walker, who was holding him back. And he's like, he throws like a stone thing at Walker and he's like, where is she? And he's beating him. I was like, no, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Then we see the most gruesome fucking thing I think we've ever seen in Marvel, honestly. I, I could be wrong, but in recent memory, this is the most gruesome thing we've ever seen. Yep. He takes the shield and starts beating the shit out of this guy, out of this guy, Nico, who's it, who loved Captain just America. Smashing the edge of the, of the shield into the guy's head. Yeah, and just... Disney doesn't it, even show the head getting smashed. It just no, they don't. The fucking, but this is still really big for it them. It just shows the fucking it's, blood on the really shield. It's really big. And then we finally see why this episode was titled... The world is watching. Yeah, because there's a crowd of people around, and they John all Walker. have their cell phones. Yeah, and, he, and they're all recording he, John Walker. And he puts this guy's head, and in. he puts the shield on like no, like nothing. Yep. So our speculation was correct. John Walker's a villain. Yep, he is a villain. Yep. There's even a, a season, a mid-season trailer that Marvel released today on Instagram, where Bucky, Sam, and Walker are in like an abandoned warehouse, and Walker's like, "You sure you want to do this?" Did and Walker have the shield? Walker had the shield. Fuck, that's the fight for the shield. This has got to be the fight for the shield. The next episode's got to be the fight for the shield. So, yeah, this is this is fucking huge. We are days away. We're days away from episode five, and then there's only one we're episode all, after we're that. We're supposed to get a big cameo, uh, episode yes, five, and, and they're saying. You'll never guess who it is. So, okay. guess what we're going to do? We're, we're going to sp- try to guess what it is. We're going to speculate as to who we think it possibly could be. I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast, isn't it? Right. So, um, now, let's also remember, Paul Bettany teased us with a huge, huge cameo for last for WandaVision. L- listen, don't get your hopes up. The show's over. He teased himself. White Vision he- in, in Winter Soldier? White Vision? White vi- um I don't kn- maybe White Vision in Winter Soldier. Maybe he just disappeared. WandaVision was all about answering questions, right? Yeah. They only left one stone unturned, knowing damn well that Winter Soldier was going to come out right after the end of WandaVision. So maybe that this is one of the longest unanswered questions in Possib- all of the Marvel universe. <laughs> White Vision shall depend, de- descend upon our galaxy in episode six and I had claim made, his fucking land. I had made a list of potential people as to who this big cameo could be. White Vision was not one of them. Here now, I will say I it's probably least likely. Stanley. But no <laughs> we wish. Deadpool. Uh no. That that's I would say White Vision before Deadpool. Yeah, right. White Vision definitely. Um but White Vision's interesting. Now now, WandaVision does take place only a few weeks after the events of Endgame. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier takes place like six months after the events of Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. So it's possible. I wouldn't necessarily rule it out. 
Um, but I'm going to go through some of the list of things that I wrote down on my phone here. Excuse me. And just say who this could be. Now, here's one that is most likely that we could see again, because we already saw him in the first episode, uh, War Machine. Yes. We could see Don Steele return and be in the War yeah, Machine suit. but that wasn't like a big cameo. It wouldn't be, but that's why I'm going from like least likely yeah, okay. to who it could gotcha. possibly be. Gotcha. So I think War Machine, it's possible, but... Is he on the big level cameo that no, could be it? I wouldn't say so. I'd say he's minor. I would say, plus already he's shown up in the show. Yeah. So would it be cool to see War Machine show up and fight with Falcon Winter Soldier? That would be cool. Yes, but I don't necessarily think it's going to happen. Yeah. Now, some of the other names that we have here. Um, Thunderbolt Ross. Um, mm. I think he is also very least likely at this point because I theorize that he could have been the power broker himself, but learning more about the power broker character. Um, and if Ross is still secretary of state, it doesn't really make sense to be this big crime nope. Lord and also have this power in the United States. Yep. Next. So no, don't think it's going to be Thunderbolt Ross. Now, another one that it could possibly be Zola. If you remember, Zola was yes. Red Skull's assistant, yep, yep, and yep. he had, and he's he's a pro. He was a program of the Winter Soldier. Now, it's possible that he could show up in some form or another. Mm. Um, how he'd show up, I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but I also think he's on the least likely of. It's possible, of but I don't really think so. Because also, you can look. look Unless they, like, extract all of the Winter Soldier soldier shit out of Bucky Mm -hmm. and it becomes Zola again, it's not going to happen. That's, like, the only way that can happen. It's also a big cameo, and I don't think Zola is he's not on that caliber. I don't think he's on that caliber. Like, I I think War Machine would be a bigger cameo than Zola. Yeah. So, the other few I have here, and now this one would be huge, but they debunked it, but we're still going to talk about it. Okay. Black Panther. That would be nice, but that they, would, w- they would. It's like a respect thing, right? It could be a respect thing. Now we don't know if Chadwick Boseman filmed anything for the show. Mm-hmm. Another thing that with things that things that there are a lot of things in the show that might not happen. That answers answers the questions might not happen because I learned that they actually had to rewrite the show and re edit it because apparently the original thing for Falcon Winter Soldier was like it was for Chadwick Boseman to show up for for no but the overall plot of the show was going to be slightly altered that apparently is going to be dealing with like some kind of virus going throughout the world now they didn't necessarily want to do that because it would hit too close to home with COVID and Mm -hmm. I get it so that might be an answer as to why some things might Mm -hmm. not happen but what next Black Panther but Obviously, this would be huge. Yeah, that would be that would be fucking cataclysmic. But I Marvel did monk it themselves. Yeah. All right. I mean, would it be awesome? Yeah, it would be of course, so dude. awesome. Of course. Okay. The next two, and I think these two are very likely. First, we're gonna go with Okoye. She is the leader. Oh yeah, She's yeah, the yeah. leader of the Dora Milaje. Yeah. When's Black Panther two supposed to come out? Black Panther two is supposed to come out next year, as of right now. Uh, then I don't think it would be her. They would only do a cameo like that if it's supposed to come out this summer. I don't necessarily think so. I no? I think because Io is there. I mean, I didn't expect any connections to Wakanda at all in the show. I did not expect mm-hmm. it at all. So I think she's very likely that she could show up. All right, this possibility, and and that would be a big. So that's going to be our first big, strong possibility. Now, this is the one that I think 
could actually be the one that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to happen at the end of episode three. Mm-hmm. Shuri, Black Panther's sister. She is the one. Oh. She's like the lead scientist in Wakanda. Yeah, she's yeah, the yeah. big reason as to how that the, be, the Winter Soldier code has gotten out of Bucky's head. So I think it's most likely we could see her. Yeah. I think this could also be a good way to try and potentially set her up as the next holding the mantle of Black Panther. Now, there's another cool theory that I heard. uh, But how would that set her up, essentially? I'm not saying it'll set her up in the show. Oh, it'll just be like make her relevant for the premiere? But I would, yes, I would think, because we got a taste that she could fight in in, uh, in Black Panther. Of course. With those really cool Panther gauntlets. Um, But she didn't really do much in Infinity War. Um, Dude, she's Wakanda and Tony Stark. Yeah. She did a little bit here in Endgame, but we didn't see her much in the movie. We saw her yeah. here and there. So I think this could be a good way to help set her up if what, they wanted to have her be Black Panther. Is that your last guess? Uh, unless you have any other ones. Those are the last ones I could come up with. Fucking White Vision was good. I don't know White, how I'm going to beat that. White Vision is good. And if White Vision does show up, I'll shit a brick. I will shit two bricks. <laughs> I will shit your pants. Your, yours. Not mine. Yours. Dude, I'll we'll shit make your next, pants. The next podcast is called Three Bricks. Three bricks. <laughs> now, the another really cool theory I was reading up on is that what if Shuri only takes up the takes up her rightful place as queen, but Okoye becomes Black Panther? Yeah, so that would be really cool because dude, all the men are dead in Wakanda. <laughs> well, the other thing, the other thing that could speculate, and fuck it, let's put him in this list too, Umbaku. He could be Black Panther, and he could show up in this show. He could. I could see that because you know, at the end of Black Panther, you know, sure, he's he, totally gonna be Black Panther. I think so too. But in, I feel like Umbaku could show up in the sense that he could, you know, they needed somebody to go over there from Wakanda. Maybe if it's not Shuri and she's busy doing her own, and she's too busy like trying to run her whole thing, she can't go. And Koye, she's our, she's in Black Panther. Uh, Black Panther in Wakanda. Maybe she needs to say that's why the Dormilaje were sent. She sent those three soldiers with uh, mm. the three soldiers, including Io, to uh, Eastern Europe to try and find hunt down Zemo. Oh, dude! But, imagine it's um, none of these fucking people. I know, but the thing Imagine, is... Imagine... I'd be like, what but the I don't, fuck? But I don't know who it could be, though. I know. I really don't. Another person that I speculate is... What's his name from the Hulk? Abomination? Because he took some form of a super soldier oh, serum. Yeah, yeah. So, maybe, but I really don't see how he comes into play. I don't think play. so. Yeah. I think the, the most likely ones that could show up, I think, are Shuri, Okoye, White Vision, and I'll throw in Baku there, too. Fuck it. Mbaku and and War Machine, I think those five are easily any excuse me any of them that would be show. relevant to the show. That would be relevant. White Vision because WandaVision just happened and it would be it would be well, oh we know who he is one. oh ooh. you ready for this? I've been ready. Rogers, Steve, yeah, that's the big one. That would be big. It would be big. Chris Evans as Old Man Rogers. Yeah. We didn't even think it about him. It could be him. a fucking... Dude, it could be a... It's a cameo, so it could be anything. It could be a flashback to when... That's true. Like, like Falcon could have spent the rest of Steve Rogers' life alive You know, it after could, he gave him the shield. Also, it, it, could be, it could be a thing of when they're on the run. Maybe they yeah. cut. Maybe they cut back to when in the middle of like between oh, twenty six, yeah. twenty sixteen, with the two fucking Panther shields. <laughs> between twenty sixteen and twenty eighteen, when Falcon and Black Widow and Cap were on the run together. Yeah. So it's possible. Dude, that was Black Steve. What's that? Black Steve. 
Black Steve. Black Steve. We need Black, Two Black Panther fucking shields. Oh, <laughs> Black Rogers. The the gauntlets that he had. Yeah, dude. Yeah. The, yeah, I can't believe it took. I'm a, surprised nothing more came of 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 Black Captain America in this show. Of Isaiah Bradley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I mean, he, look, but, look. Dude, there's it's there's. To, it's fair to call him. He was Black Captain America. Yeah, he was the first. He was the very first Black Captain America. Yeah. Isaiah Bradley. I mean, I feel like he could still show up. There are only two episodes left. I mean, who knows? I mean, look, there's still a whole thing that Bucky's got with that guy, uh, that Asian guy, Nakajima, where he's trying to make amends with him oh, for yeah. the death of his son. And I think we'll probably see some kind of conclusion that towards the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, that'll be like during the finale. Like, yeah. like after everything's all said and done, he returns to be friends with that man. Yeah, and he makes amends. He's like, um, I feel like we're going to get a thing of where like he knew it was Bucky. Like mm-hmm. Bucky, like he knew Bucky was the Winter Soldier and he knew he's like, I know. And like, and it'll probably be something like, like, and I want you to know I've I already for, forgiven you. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, something, something like that, that. and yeah, it'll be like a real emotional scene. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I can't. Wow, I can't believe I didn't think of Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers. I can't believe I didn't think of him. What if he? <laughs> he's gonna come in surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Say that for Nick Fury. <laughs> nah, Fury's in space. Yeah. He's in fucking. Fury's in space. No, he is. He's man. just set adrift like the Master Chief. <laughs> no, he legitimately is space. He's in that fucking aircraft with the yeah. scrolls. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I think that this episode overall really has pegged John Walker as a villain, mm-hmm. and it has shown and that the, the fucking go- uh, the culprit of the staining of the shield, how symbolic yeah. that was. Seeing I the know. blood on the shield, dude, it was like a stained America. That's exactly it. And I feel, and I remember watching some video on YouTube recently where they're saying, like, you know, this could be politicized. Like, yeah, you should have killed him, whatever. I'm like, all right, well, whatever you believe in. Well, fuck you and watch a show. Yeah, exactly. Just just watch the fucking Dude, show. it's fucking Marvel. Exactly. Shut up and fucking be a kid. Exactly. As we're like 27, 26-year-olds yeah. being kids again. You know what they got to start doing? That- Slapping people. People need to start getting hit again. I don't re- recall that many slaps in the MCU. No, I'm not talking about. In the show. Talking oh, you're talking about people. in general. Oh, people. Oh, yeah. People, people should, be, should be slapped. There are too many fucking opinions. There are. Just shut the fuck up. Just like ours. Yeah. Yeah. But the, but our opinions, they're about fun things. Yeah. That's the, But that's the thing, though. The, the blood on the shield is very symbolic because, again, we never saw anybody get blood on that shield. Not even Steve Rogers got blood on that fucking shield. Mm-hmm. No, he never did. He fucking killed somebody day three of being a cap. Okay, so... Do we do we see uh, John Walker at this point right now? Do we see him possibly making making it past this series? No, you don't think he's, you don't think so. He's either gonna die or get put in a jail cell. Well, if he's put in a jail cell. There's always room for him to come back. Yeah, I hope he doesn't. I really want John Walker to continue in the MCU. I really want Wyatt is Russell. John Wal- is John Walker in the comics or no? He is. He is. He is. Does U- he become a villain? He does. So he. Well, who does he become? Well, U.S. agent is what he's called. So he's very similar in the sense that um, he was chosen by the government to be the, the the new Captain America. Him and Steve Rogers did fight, um, but when the government realized, you know, he's a little too violent to be Captain America, they gave him a new a different look a different shield, and they dubbed him U.S. Agent, which is very similar to the Captain America uh, gear that he has right now. Oh, okay. So I would love to see him continue, but I'm thinking that maybe one of two things can happen to him if he dies. One, Zemo kills him. Two, 
Bucky kills him, but Bucky kind of loses control. This is what I can totally see. What's that? Zemo kills him, mm-hmm. and Bucky and Falcon let Zemo go. Why would they let Zemo go? They're like, thanks. A thanks for just killing the guy? Yeah. If anything, Sam and Bucky would stop him or try to or stop try him. try to stop him. At the very least. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's another thing is where is Zemo going to play in all this once this is all over? No idea. Because there is like a video footage of him in the promo leading up to this where he's like, it's on like a TV monitor and he's trying to get like some kind of calling for people to follow him or whatever. Oh, really? He's trying to start a fucking... Uh, I don't know. That's something like that, but I can't necessarily remember what it is. Mm-hmm. But... Zemo, he's going to get away. He will become a thorn in the Avengers' side for a long time to come because what we need more of in the MCU is we need villains to last longer. Yeah, than one movie. We need them to last more than one movie. We need them to last longer. Like, that's why I'm glad, you know, Loki is returning. Tom Hills is returning as Loki. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm glad we have Zemo here. You know, we need more villains to stick around because superheroes didn't just, def- they defeat them. But it doesn't mean they'd fucking die or they'd yeah. go off, you know? Some guys we need to return, and that's what I feel like Zemo will be. I feel like Zemo will be a big-level villain for the Avengers for however many projects to come. Yeah. And plus, Daniel Bruhl's fantastic, and he should just keep yeah, going. Yeah, they should keep him. Exactly. One thing I want to see, Peter Quill, Star-Lord versus Zemo in a dance-off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dance-off, bro. Okay, then. And these- yeah, yeah, okay, then. <laughs> In another in another universe, hopefully one day. Anyway, um, I think that wraps things up pretty much. Yeah, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, we are now on Instagram. That's right. At follow fa- us. Fan speculation. Like our shit. Yeah. Fan speculation un- <laughs> underscore pod. One more time before and memory video- DMX. Memory DMX. <laughs> fan speculation underscore pod on Instagram. Anyway, uh, thank I you like all. I like that you added pod. Every time <laughs> CJ asks me about the podcast, I text him the pod in the all pod. caps. And then he sends me pictures of Anakin Skywalker's pod from episode oh, one. Oh, yeah, the pod racer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So uh, we will be back next week for the following episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Stay tuned, motherfucker. Stay tuned for that. And when we talked about last week, when I went on my whole fucking rant about Last Jedi. Yes. When, during the downtime of when there's not going to be so much content out, we are going to work in in the near future to, in our way, redo the Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, there's some things in Force Awakens right now. I'll let you know that when, I think we're okay. Han Solo in the first movie. I wouldn't have minded killing Han, but you know one thing I would have done: have a fucking moment with Luke, Leia, and Han. Yeah. A reuniting moment. At you least, cocksuckers. At least have that. If Lando's not there, okay, Lando's That's not fine. there. That's fine. No, no he big, was in fucking two movies. No big three. deal. But the original, like, you know, come on, man. Chewie, you... Han, Leia, and Luke. Exactly. And then get C-3PO R2 and then Chewie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Chewie yeah. coming over. My friends yeah. are here. Yeah. You know? My friends are here. <laughs> so All anyway. my friends are dead. All my friends are bred. 
<laughs> oh my god, it's so dark. Poor Chewie. Anyway, so yes, we definitely want to get that up and rolling. And once the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to be over, we're going to be getting going hard with the Star Wars stuff right, with correct, the Bad correct. Batch series. So stay tuned, everybody. Again, listen to uh, listen to us on all your podcast formats: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Share with your friends. Mm-hmm. Sh- get, share us to all a bunch of places. Let Manscaped know about us. I was serious. We'd love to have Manscaped <laughs> fucking yeah, advertise yeah, yeah. us. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. Uh, Vinny, do you have anything last words? World 5's over. Have a good night and good tomorrow. Thank you guys so much. Have a good one.